All right, we're back. Circling Back podcast presented by Vizzy Hard Seltzer, the only hard seltzer with vitamin C from Superfood Acerola. My name's Will DeFreeze. To my right, David, the intermittent faster himself, Roth. Man, so I was really bummed when I found out that if I have like a glass of wine at nine o'clock, that's gonna that's gonna f up my fast. Yeah, so I'm not technically fasting today. Yeah, you got to be careful with your with your late night stuff. Like I, I cut off normally about nine nine thirty, but even then, I I got in this morning and was and I had to go get a frittata, <laughs> a chorizo so, frittata. So tell me, just overall, how is your intermittent fasting going? I did some research because I got a lot of a lot of blowback on like just not doing it every day, and there are actually benefits to doing it a few times a week, like for your gut and like insulin levels. But I know I should be doing it every day, but that's just not going to happen. So I like the, I'm your, mic, your micro dosing. Exactly. Your as mi- I do with many things. Thank you. You're just micro dosing your, uh, your fasting. It's okay. It's a, it's a new chapter. And you know, my, my normal chapter has been uh, closed and this new one <laughs> has been opened. Does that make sense? You really open a chapter? Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I'm trying to kill time because Dylan's not here. Why don't? Why do they? Why, books shouldn't even have chapters. I'm more of a prologue guy. I hate. I, to be honest, does that I, piss you off when you open a book? Yeah, you have like Roman num like 15 Roman numeral numbered pages that are. Yeah, it like pisses me off so much because I shouldn't. Be, I don't like having to read like 12 pages before I get to page one. Like, yeah. Don't it, make the prologue Roman numerals. Just just make it the actual like start of the book. It, it, you're right. There is a, a mental thing to that. I shouldn't. Yeah. I don't want to feel that many pages on my left thumb and have it say one because that makes me feel like I'm just it's an uphill battle. for it's me. It's like if you started your workout and, you know, you did like a 10 minute warm up. And then I was like, all right, well, now you got to start. Now you, your workout actually starts. None of the, all that stuff you just did, it doesn't matter. Yeah. That's like when, that's like when they do a Peloton class. Like the, the warm up counts as part of the class, which is actually really nice because it makes you feel like you're doing less work. The action is the juice. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm kind of thinking that I might pivot to large print books because I feel like it would make me feel as though I'm reading them faster because I'm just churning through that large print. Like what, like 16 font? Yeah, I want like the big print. I want that old people stuff. I'm on that grandma grind. Will's on that grandma grind. Mm-hmm. Metaphorically. not li- I'm not literally grinding on grandmas. I would though. I, have I ever grinded on a grandma? I've probably jokingly grinded. Like a joke grind? Like That's behind someone's mom who is sure. now a grandma. Facts. But I don't think I've actually ground with any grandmas i only grind on future grandmas so like people who aren't grandmas so it's just yet. just general yeah ladies i i don't grind my grinding days are behind me think you'll ever grind again no things would have to really devolve in my life for me to find myself grinding yeah it's gonna take a very late night i think it would take for me uh probably a divorce yeah it's- um Probably a midlife crisis sprinkled in there, and yeah, uh, probably a flow rider song. That's gonna really bum out people. Mm-hmm. Like there are, a lot of our young audience is younger than us, and they're gonna hear that and be like, "Whoa!" So just hey, guys, word to the wise: little 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 free game from Will and Dave here. Get your grinding in while you can, because that grind shit don't last forever. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. If someone's trying to grind with you, take it. Enjoy. Personally, I don't see nothing wrong with a little bump and grind. Who sings? Who sings bump and grind? He's since been. He's in jail. Okay, just making sure. I just wanted to make sure that I knew. Correct. We were doing the right thing. We were. I was a big player for seventh grade, sixth, seventh grade, Dave. Yeah, I mean, I remember when when our when we could finally drive. We got our driver's license. It was spring of I guess two thousand three. Weren't you saying that was summer of 69? Remix to Ignition was the hottest song going at that point. Banger. And being able to drive around my buddy's dad's Suburban while playing Remix to Ignition was pretty much the peak. Hot and fresh out the kitchen, they were saying. And much like other, many other artists, uh, the songs are just, they're not hitting the same anymore. Like a Chili's Hot Plate. It's kind of like a, the, the Woody Allen movies that you brought up the other day. They just, they don't hit as, they don't hit anymore. 
Yeah, it's best to just <laughs> just avoid everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's kind of been my my go to. We gonna get canceled? Cancel me. Dylan's out. By the way, yeah, no Dylan today. We're running a two man booth. I'm Tarico, and eh, I don't know if I want to be Tarico. I'm Chris Collins, right? I'm man. I'm his. I'm his son, Jack, and I got a job. I'm sorry, I don't know. Okay. And then his name, Jack. I don't know. He's like he's not bad. He just is definitely like a nepotism clone of his, job, though, right? You, you think? Does Why is there so much nepotism in that profession? That's just the world, David. But that one is, I guess, because those are like. Those are the mouthpieces but, for the the broadcast, and so we see it. But what but are you supposed to do? What are you probably. supposed to do if you if you're if you're Chris Collinsworth? Are you supposed to not get your son a really good job? He's supposed to not do that. You got to get your son a good job. I know he probably took it from someone who deserved it, but like it's your son. Yeah, he probably took it from Randy. If somebody was like, "Hey, uh, Fritz can have a." Uh, Fritz and Rhodes can have a podcast right now that it doesn't do as well as Circling Back, but it does well enough that they can pay for college with it. And it's like, all right, well, yeah, who am I to tell him not to get one? Let's get this kid a podcast. I don't think I'm going to let him do pods. I just don't know if Fritz is ready for ad reads. Yeah, I mean, it's it is <laughs> it's got to be tough for someone as young as Fritz and, and Rhodes, for that matter, as they are um, not really speaking coherent thoughts at this point or reading. Really? Or reading, yeah. Have you reading. seen the Leah Michelle stuff? Are you familiar with Leah Michelle? She from Glee. Yeah. Have you? Heard, have Why you do I know that? I don't know. I mean, I I just know her because she's famous. I don't. I can't speak to her work. She's the brunette, right? Mm-hmm. Have you heard the theory that she can't read? <laughs> no. It's <laughs> it's kind of laugh. a funny theory. Although and she's she, made it fine. She's actually spoken on it and said that she can read, and she finds it a little ridiculous. But like, there's all these instances where she's having trouble with something. Like, apparently, she did some game show where you had to write down answers or something, and like everything she did was a little off the wall. And it was like, wait, can you not? Do you not know what's going on? What if she's doing a bit? Oh, I like her. Uh, so they pointed to a lot of her, her uh, Instagram captions are just emojis and not actual words. Which is kind of funny. Um, but yeah, there's a huge theory out here that she just can't read, but she says it's not true. Well, I'm per L, Australia. Is Leah Michelle illiterate? Here's why the internet has brought back that 2018 conspiracy theory. This would have been, you would have written about this on page. Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's a lot of things in life that, um, there's a lot of reasons that fame is not a good thing. And like, say that, say that this podcast went crazy and suddenly we're like, you know, you know, getting covered by like L Australia. How annoyed would you be if there was a story that came out that was like, can Dave Ruff not read? I mean, if you heard like the first two minutes of this pod, you would wonder, although I'm not reading anything, but yeah. can Dave Ruff speak coherently? Can Dave Ruff not say like 30 times in a Ross Boland podcast clip? The answer is no, I can't. Dude, you got to get them to edit out the likes. Well, you know, I, my theory is that Ross has Cade make the guest look bad. <laughs> Cade's his clip guy, so That's Ross looks better. I like that. So I, I like just, that theory. I'm just on there just spitting nonsense. And meanwhile, Ross is just looking like a genius. <laughs> That's kind of a good – I like that theory. Yeah. It's like, holy shit, this Ross guy is really coherent. I don't know if I told this on the air, but so when you were out a couple weeks ago and Micah filled in mm-hmm. – our seating arrangement, we have a, an L-shaped podcast arrangement with a, two, a table, each with two chairs and two mics. Uh, I was sitting where you're sitting with the board by myself, and Dylan normally sits at the other table where I'm sitting. And Michael walked in, and he, Mike, Dylan hadn't sat down yet, and Micah asked, where's Dylan sit? He's like, because I, I, I don't want to sit next to Dylan. I was like, why? He's like... Uh, he's just, I just don't, he's very good looking and I don't want to, and I feel he makes me look worse. So Micah, so he wanted to sit next to me who won't do that to him. Oh, that's nice of Micah. I mean, so we, Micah robbed us of getting giant Micah, tiny Dylan. That's where I thought he was going with it, but no, he just did. He just wanted to sit next to the, the less attractive guy. So thanks Micah. Well, if you guys are impressed with uh, how coherent we are and how much we can actually read, please go leave us a review and we might read it on this very podcast. You want to hear a couple of reviews that we got in the last week? Levels. Yes. It says, I'm addicted to the banter. I've listened to these guys religiously since 2019 and I have no idea why. Highly recommend. 
Yeah. Someone said the juxtaposition of these three. Brand X <laughs> took an L by not locking these guys into a lifetime contract. We also have AJ82748. He said, wow, possibly one big advertisement for Matt's El Rancho. Dillion spells his name wrong, though. Oh. Someone said, bad boys, a podcast week. Been listening to this podcast since the PGP days, and they've truly become part of my weekly routine. See where I'm going with this? My fiance bay gets sick of all the bits that I throw into everyday conversations, yeah. but I'm not stopping anytime soon. Thanks, boys. We hear that one often. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, fiancés in general hate us. And then we have one final one that says, the best way to waste your time. Are you wasting your time in subpar methods? Have no fear. Will, Dorn, and Dave have you covered. Bring back the Arby's Polo. Why don't you bring back the Arby's Polo, David? I think it's at the office. I think if the Arby's Polo is in the office, I think you should sign it, and I think we should get it framed, and I think we should put it up in the office. Hang it in the rafters? I think it should be a, a, a preserved relic of another time. What would you do? How much? I, I I would do so much to go on that trip again. Just go to Ponte Vedra Beach for the Players Championship. Was, hang out with our friend Michelle from the PGA Tour. We had Dan with us. We had Dan with us. That was a fun ass trip. Dan almost killed a guy on the on the little par three contest. Yeah, Dan just rocketed a sandwich. At some dude. We got to see what pub subs were all about. They were fun. I think I did. Pub, did I do pub sub? I did a pub sub when I was at uh, Seaside, and it was good. I, you know, I, I'm here's not going to make my it question. my entire brand. Here's my, here's my question. Good. Are pub subs better when they haven't been sitting around for three hours before you Probably. Okay. And that was a tough thing to navigate because the people that were ho- um, hosting us, they brought the sandwiches way too early, but we couldn't like really point that out yes. without like looking yes. ungrateful. Yes. So it was like a real like... Mm-hmm. I, I I think I gave pub subs less credit than they deserved, but I think we all did. I also want to say that the people who ride uh, for pub subs, possibly the people who ride too hard for pub subs, make it pretty easy to shit on pub subs. Yeah, it's like us with Matt's El Rancho. Yeah. I'm sure there's people who want to come here and shit on it. And yeah. for that, for that, like we we I think have kind of turned on it. Although you were there over the weekend, not to cuck your yeah. weekend and fun. Yeah, yeah. But we we. We consistently bitch about it, and we, we still go there. It's That's what we do. What's like the fake definition of insanity? Doing things over and over, expecting a different outcome. It's not the real definition, but that's the one that people like to say. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what, what we that's do That's what Matt. Einstein famously said, I believe. Did he say Ever that? Ever heard of this guy? I thought it was Kant. David, we can't be. I know this is was a, a, podca- a podcast, but you can't say that word. No, that might have been Marx. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Was it Carl Jung? Yeah, it was Jung. For a long time, I thought you were marrying into that family, by the way. I don't think that there's not a connection there in some way, but I don't think it's worth it's. That's definitely just something that Sally like lied so, and, and said at parties. Can I put your sister-in-law on blast about that? Which one? Uh, I'm not going to name her. Okay. She's co-hosted the mail. Okay. Um, one of the first times we all hung out, this is way before y'all were married, was Ranch 616. Mm-hmm. And, and she, Lily, her name's Lily. And everybody, we were all we had a big group outside on the patio ranch six one six. And I think as we were sitting down, I asked her because I was sitting down near her side if the if the name the family name if it was any relation to the uh, what is it, Godfather of modern psychology? I don't one oh, of yes, the pioneers, the Godfather. Yeah, him. Yeah. Uh, and she's like, yeah, yeah, I think so. And Sally immediately jumped in, like, no, Lily, we're not, we're not. Like immediately shot it down. And it was just, it was just, I remember being, uh, Sally definitely lied when she was in college and said that she was related to, uh, uh, George Young, the cocaine dealer. She definitely told people she was related to them. Just for a little edge. Yeah. 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 Sick. Hey, it's time this weekend in fun presented by our good friends over at Roback, Roback Roback.com for all your moisture wicking needs. I got big news. They just came out with their shorts. Had no Dude. idea they were even doing this until last week. We got a little email saying, what size shorts you guys wear? We got shorts dropping this week. Actually, we did kind of know. When, when the guys from Roback were in Austin, they were actually wearing these shorts. And we said, what are those? And we said it in a good way. We weren't roasting anyone's white vans. These no. shorts look heat. Ours are in the mail. I can't Dude, wait till they come in. I've had multiple people hit me up via text like, hey, you got an inside track on those rowback shorts? Like, what's the fit like? What's the inseam? All that. Like, wanting to know the specifics. 
Can I tell you something shitty I did over the weekend? Did you do drugs? No. Okay. Uh, on my way to Matt's old rancho on Saturday, I said, hey, Sally, do you mind if we pop by the office real quick? I just want to see if there's a rowback package there for us. I wanted to come in and I wanted to see if I could try them on because I was so H for them. I almost drove up to the office for more early bird you yesterday. Should've. You should have. And I was like, I can't go two, two days. Whether you're looking for a nice pair of shorts, maybe a pullover, maybe a QZ, maybe a hooded sweatshirt, or maybe just a classic golf polo, head over to rowback.com. Use code BACKER20 for 20% off. Again, BACKER20 for 20% off. Dave, what did you get into this weekend? I got into a rowback a couple times. Really? It's true. That is true. But I'll, I'll start with Friday. Uh, played golf. Played golf. Uh, our friend Ryan and... Um, my friend Blaine, maybe he'll be your friend one day, uh, had me out at uh, University of Texas Golf Club, which I learned is not affiliated with the university other than the uh, licensing agreement to use the trademarks. Mm-hmm. Didn't know that. I, for some reason, had it in my head that the school funded this, which shocked me because it's very, very, very nice. And I'm like, I feel like most college courses aren't this nice. But either way, played golf. How'd it go out there? Not well. Okay. Not well. Um, we had a we had a great time. Um, Ryan might have got me into uh, tequila pineapple lime. You gotta relax. What do you think about that? I, I don't really have many takes on this. I'm not a big pineapple guy. People that's are that's a it, me issue, though. A number of people are calling it the swinger, Dave. Uh, are you sure you want that? I'm not. I didn't ask people to call it that. They're just doing it uh, organically. Were they calling it the swing and D for short? Big swing and D. That's a better one. What's worse? What's worse for me personally? What's harder to go home and tell my family that there's a drink named it? Yeah, there's a pineapple <laughs> called the upside down pineapple. No, man, it's a joke. It's a bit we do about pineapples. We did talk about how pineapples were kind of fuckable last week. No, it's not fuckable. Y'all were not me. Well, you have to take the outside layer off. Skin. It's just like a it's like a, a <laughs> evolutionary chastity belt. Man, I was kind of happy that we wouldn't have video of us talking about that. And now now that Randy's back, we have video. Yeah. Good thing I started my skincare journey when Randy was gone cuz the cameras are back now. See, I I was feeling pretty good about myself all last week and then I completely undid any any good feeling I had about myself uh this past weekend. So more on that later. What else you get into? So I did a I did an interesting move. There's a a food truck off of uh, it's in North Austin off Burnett Road, which is a great food location. I kind of want to move north just for the food. It's a trash trash actual road. Yeah, the it's driving it sucks. The design is very poor, but good restaurant. Food items are great. There's a trailer called Pedrosos that has been recommended to me by um, our friends for. Last few weeks, the pizza. I drove from the golf course to Pedrosos, which is out of the way, back home through traffic, through Friday traffic, picked up my son and showed up with a nice Sicilian pizza for the fam. And it was baller. And I highly recommend Pedrosos. It's it's only a food truck or tra- I guess it's technically a trailer, whatever. Um so you're not going to go get like a nice sit down experience. I think they have some outdoor seating, with, but it's too fucking hot. No one's doing that. Anyway, shout out to Pedrosos. Didn't do anything Friday night. Just hung out. Saturday, had to take Rhodes solo to the YMCA for a swim lesson. Number two. Dude. Don't, don't speak too much about these swim lessons. Why? Because tomorrow's dad pod. Oh, yeah, Patreon.com yeah, yeah. okay, slash yeah, yeah, yeah. podcast. We Dave and I both swim started swim lessons. I actually did that on Friday. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's fun. It's a nice, it's a class and I'm one of like six parents. It's you get in the water with the kid. And, oh, you get in the water? Oh yeah. Oh, see, I, I'm in. It's more like when I say swim lesson, it's like getting them acclimated and like encouraging them when they kick and like getting them used to like sitting on a noodle or something see we're doing different we're doing isr infant swim rescue which is essentially the thing where you can throw your kid in the deep end and they'll float that increases the likelihood of your kid being a navy seal by like 70 percent. did you know that that'll be tight that would be tight fritz, fritz is a good seal name yeah the doctor was looking at his like muscles the other day and she, she was like yeah the way that he's developing like he's got real navy seal possibilities he's got seal vibes yeah like his 
he seems to have like really long femurs and stuff. So like, okay, he's gonna be like an absolute stud. He has really long femurs. Will said, "Yeah, I'll mark that. That's at the twenty fifteen yeah. mark of the pod." Yeah. Uh, so yeah, did that. Hung out all day. Did some yard work. Met up with Brett on Saturday for for what was supposed to be odd drink and a cool. Tell me, tell me if you've heard this one before. Ended up being two. I'm tired of y'all going to carve without me. It's it's eight minutes from my house. Like and it's like two minutes from. I'm his. starting to get a little sick of everyone going to carve. Not it's not I just you. I told you we were going. You could, yeah okay so so you're you I'm okay I already had plans so I can't I'm not going to complain too much. Yeah you did. Um, everyone goes to carve without me though. Sally and I have never received one invite to carve from another couple. Uh, we want to go to Carve, but it's not in a place that is very close to us. So we, we saw need Mike to, and Caitlin there. We once. need other people to invite us to Carve that are like you know more close to that place, and and it's just it's a little frustrating because I do like it there, and I do enjoy a nice high end steak, maybe a cocktail or two, dude, maybe so, a glass of wine. So eight days in the desert. I got back into the gym Saturday morning, so I was kind of feeling like, dude, I need I need some protein. So I went back to an old favorite. I did a salad, but it's a new twist on an old favorite. Let me say that. I did a Caesar salad and a filet instead of the wedge salad. because They do have a good wedge, but it's just a lot. Not my David. I went Caesar. I went Caesar on them. I don't like that about you. Why'd you do that? I don't know. Just the wedge. Like I said. You're the wedge you know, guy, dude. I know, but it was just a lot. It's a big It's a big production, which I normally like. Didn't realize this. They now serve their filet on a sizzling platter. Why do they do that? I don't know. Does that cook it too much? That's why if you look at the photo Brett posted, I sliced it up immediately because I was like, this is cooking. Like it's cooking even if it's not on a yeah, hot plate. You can't serve a hot a hot platter for a steak. Right? Yeah, I don't I don't really know what, what that was. But it was good. And it did and it good. was cooked perfectly, medium rare. But they do a thing on their menu where if you want a glass of wine, there's like standard and then there's like the carve way. And it's like, you know, six ounce pour, eight ounce pour, twelve ounce pour. I'm like, well, better value to get the the big pour. Yeah, but so, then suddenly you're you're thirty six ounces deep into well, a, a mid range cab that leaves yeah. you with a stinging headache the next day. I was drinking. Uh, I had two super Tuscans, and uh, let me just say this: went home, had one more <laughs> glass of wine. So in my head, I was like, I had three glasses of wine. No, you had you had five. Woke up Sunday. Wasn't in great shape. Wasn't a full-on hangover, but I got tasked with driving to uh, Dunkin' Donuts and Dripping Springs, which is, I don't know. Why? It was actually, I say I got tasked. <laughs> I, it was kind of my idea. My neighbor does it. My neighbor's from New York, and he does it every weekend. Man. And uh, as soon as I as soon as soon I got in the car, like, a switch went off, and the hangover kicked in. So, Ate Dunkin' Donuts, went and hit golf balls, put on a ball striking clinic on the Gray Rock Range. Feeling pretty good about it. Uh, I got I got a feel I've been chasing for the last couple of years, and the feel's there. And I've, I'm going to drill it into my mind. I'm going to keep drilling it, and we're going to get this. We're going to get this handicap sub eight by the end of the summer. Okay. Okay. I heard you and Brett talking swing stuff earlier. Yeah, it was a lot. It was Brett, really unnecessary. I did hear Brett say that he's found two quick fixes, so I'm excited to see how this affects the swing journey. Nothing going better forward. than a quick. A quick fix. Yeah, as we know, quick fixes in, in golf are two things that just always go hand in hand. Will, I texted you about this. I also started the rehearsal. The rehearsal. What is that? Do you not remember our conversation? Dude, I might have. I, I was raw yesterday if it was yesterday. The rehearsal. Nathan Fielder returns to television to explore the lengths one person will go to reduce the uncertainties of everyday life. Fielder stars as the director of rehearsals, which are elaborately staged scenarios, recreating parts of ordinary people's lives that are meant to help them prepare for a big moment in their lives. A construction crew, a legion of actors, and seemingly unlimited resources all come together to allow ordinary people to rehearse for these moments by giving them the opportunity to play them out in carefully crafted simulations of Fielder's own design dude that's facts who said i can't read dude that's facts they've ass. just read dude. i read did i stutter I dude, you're not. literate hey leah michelle take notes so i couldn't i couldn't really and look i've seen two episodes and i'm gonna continue with it if you wanted me to tell you what it is and like why you should watch it i can't Alyssa was asking that and i was like i i don't know what to tell you and she's like is it awkward 
And I'm like, yeah. yeah. And she's like, well, I can't watch it then. You're I'm like, you're, fi- you're going to be fine. You're married to me. Yeah, you're, you're going to be just fine if you watch that. I'm very awkward. Not like Randy awkward, but I'm very awkward. Yeah, no, if you were Randy awkward, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even recommend it. But yeah, that that concludes my weekend in fun, and I, I apologize. I had a I had a fun little weekend. I had a kind of unexpectedly fun weekend on Friday. Dinner plans just fell together. Ended up going out, had some sushi with Where'd one you go? Micah Weiner. Fuck. Yeah, uh, we found a reservation uh, at Uchiko, and we were like, let's let's do it. We haven't been on a date night in a while. Mike and Kaylin came in. We absolutely mobbed. Um, they were out of my favorite thing that they have there which was a little devastating but you know i'm not gonna what complain was it, too the much catfish no the uh the uh what's it called the 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 a5 wagyu bite oh wow the okay, Toro. i was i was very excited that, for that did you get that saudi bag oh, come on i'm sorry everyone gets it when they go there no but, I, it's 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 good is this the hot rock one no no this this one is this one i don't like the hot rock because i think it overcooks the meat that's my theory i the also hot, don't you don't think you should be doing the work yeah yeah, it's like somebody's getting paid to do this. Why am I cooking my meat? Well, we're at a restaurant that is I'll known that for weekend. how well they present the food and everything like that. So me cooking the meat on a rock doesn't it, – it's it stopped working for me. It's like, what? No. I feel like y'all are probably better at this than me. It's a meat rock. I'm an idiot. Uh, so, yeah. And then I woke up on Saturday and I had really high hopes. You know, I was going to wake up. I was going to watch some soccer. I was going to go about my day and just be in a good mood all day. Little did I know, um, Manchester United is going to be the worst team in the league this year. Just got mm. absolutely smoked. Uh, it's really fun. It's really fun. So, uh, yeah, at least they play Liverpool soon. Should be a really easy match coming up. And, uh, yeah, it's really ugly out there. So uh, I did what anyone does, and I tried to erase that from my memory by going to the Austin FC game. Oi. And, uh, yeah, it was absolutely lit. Shout out to the Verde. Dude, I was watching at home and it looked diabolical. You, we got to go to another game, Dave. I'm so in. I would have gone. I bought tickets two hours before the match. Went with a buddy of mine uh, and his brother and another guy. And we had a really good time. Boys night. I took advantage of the free beers that they had going on in our section. Uh, I drank about four Lagunitas IPAs. Which led to me having a rough day yesterday. Four IPAs seems like a lot. Yeah, I didn't need it. That's like drinking two mega super Tuscans. Well, this was after drinking a couple frozen Margs at Matt's too. So uh, see that that that's you cannot pregame Tex Mex. That needs to be like a rule past age thirty two. Yeah, that's got to be gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I pro- it was probably a mistake overall. You know, drinking the free IPAs probably wasn't something I needed to do. Uh, but yeah, that left me with uh, just a kind of relaxed day yesterday. Watched some footy. Enjoyed some television. I've been watching Love Island USA, just absolutely breezing through it. It's not very good. And uh, yeah, been watching All or Nothing Arsenal. Highly recommend if anyone's out there hey, looking for a documentary series. You need to do Hard Knocks. I know. You have a great personality in, in Dan Campbell, and it's your I hometown I thought you were talking team. about my personality for a second. Like, no, you're Dave. fine. You've done well for yourself, but you're no Dan Campbell. Yeah. I, He's I, alpha. I, I, I'm trying to look for fewer reasons to get invested in the NFL season. And I'm, I know that if I watch Hard Knocks, I'm going to get overly invested. But at this point, what am I even trying to not watch for? Like, so I can watch more EPL? It sounds depressing. The Lions will win six games this season. That's okay. That doesn't – should I get excited that they're going to go six and – I guess six and 11? It, Sorry, no, six a, and 12, six and 13. Six and 11. I thought they added games. did they add some they added games? One. Okay. It's a process, Will. That's something you don't understand. No, I've understood. It's just been 35 years of just getting our dicks kicked in. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, it's not fun. But yeah, your boy, yesterday I had to do it to him. I got a cheeseburger from P. Terry's, and then I followed that up with a big-ass salad that I ate last night for dinner. I did eat about 16, maybe 17 uh, miniature peanut butter cups from Trader Joe's. You see these things? Uh, I, that's my, my go-to. I love them so much. I'll stop, either do I those. Stop popping them yesterday. I do the Justins. Depends on where what store I'm at. I like. I, mm-hmm. it, they're good, man. The peanut butter cup is a great invention. It, whoever whoever did the peanut butter cup first, I tip my cap to you, good sir. That was an epic move, sir. Fred on, good sir, indeed. Oh, before we get into the rest of this episode, let's hear from our friends over at Shopify. We actually use Shopify in house here. I'm very familiar with Shopify. Uh, I've used several different, you know, 
you know, systems like this in, in the past. And I have to say, Shopify is the easiest way to sell things online. I've never experienced something that is so efficient, so easy for amateurs like any of us, and just so so simple, so straightforward. Yeah, we've had the uh, luxury of working in, I guess, what, what's the word? Retail-ish, like digital retail and, mm-hmm. you know, at our last job and at this one. And it's it's so easy because Shopify is something that we've, we've used before and um, – it's easy because I can figure it out, and I have no clue what I'm doing when it comes to this stuff. If you're not familiar, Shopify gives entrepreneurs the resources once reserved for big business, so upstarts, startups, and established businesses alike can sell everywhere, synchronize online and in-person sales, and effortlessly stay informed. Scaling your business is a journey of endless possibility, much like the Lions uh, trying to win a Super Bowl, Dave. It's a process. <laughs> Sports reference. Uh, I mean, this podcast, just, just you know, we've, we've been selling stuff for uh, years on this. It's made our lives a lot easier. Yeah, and the thing is, like, I'm not the type. I don't have the brain to go d- deep dive the numbers myself. They make it easy if you need, like, reports like uh, profit margins, conversion rates, stuff like that. That's something I would otherwise not know what what I'm looking at, but they make it very easy. Shopify has made it easy for big businesses and small businesses alike. Uh, I've I've seen Shopify run you know multi million dollar companies like we had at Grandex down to just kind of you know a modest merch business like we've got going here. It's all over the spectrum. Like I said, they power millions of businesses from first sale to full scale, reach customers online and across social networks with an ever-growing suite of channel integrations and apps, including Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, and more. And like I said, you can synchronize your online and in-person sales to make it easy across the board, and you can gain insights as you grow with detailed reporting of conversion rates, profit margins, and beyond. It's more than a store. Shopify grows with you. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Go to shopify.com slash circling all lowercase for a free 14-day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Grow your business with Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash circling right now. Again, that's shopify.com slash circling. We got some big hitters in the news today, David. One of the biggest hitters and one of my favorite people to dunk on and make fun of is Adam Newman. Oh, did we man. work CEO? Surely no one has uh, given him billions of dollars of funding for a new venture, correct? What if I told you that uh, our friend Adam uh, came up with an idea that's very similar to the idea that he came up with for WeWork? I call this guy uncool Adam, by the way. That's good. This guy's not nearly as cool as our friend Adam. That's tight. That's a good call. Yeah, so if, if, you, if you're not familiar, WeWork was trying to revolutionize the way that uh, people work, trying to just pr- really just have some... Uh, some workspace communal yeah a communal yeah. feel for the modern man and woman well now it turns out that he's doing this with low income housing maybe and has now gotten invested in yet again for i think the tune of over uh, i i don't even know uh um, I, th- I think i saw about 360 million dollars or something like and that and Dreesen horowitz is investing about 350 million into flow which is the flow. name of his venture flow I, I just don't understand why we're still giving uh, insane amounts of money to Adam Newman, who famously defrauded investors. What was the famously, outcome of that? Uh, Did he? The outcome was something, and, and again, it's been, a, it's been a while since I've actually dipped into this. But essentially what happened is that uh, he got to keep a lot of real estate that was worth a lot of money. And a lot of things were under his name. So he kind of walked away from WeWork without many, too many concerns in the world. Uh, he still was worth billions of dollars when he walked away from the company or when he was forced to walk away from the company. And now we're just giving him more money. I don't know why this guy needs more money right now. If I were him, I probably just wouldn't do anything publicly for a while. I'd probably just, you know, live on the dope properties that I already own, hang out. He wants to make it right. <laughs> Is that what it says? No, I mean, I'm just, I'm assuming I'm trying to, and look, if you, once you run in the circles, it's like, it's like how, uh, certain people that might be about to be indicted that were previously president, like we're able to like get loans from the same bank, but just from the different wings of the bank. Once you're in there with that circle, um, these big dogs who were just throwing cash around, it's, you have to really, really fuck up. Um, apparently defaulting on loans is not enough that, and I'm speaking, Never mind. Anyway, th- it does not shock me, but it does. Cause I thought this dude was like, I thought he said something like him and his wife were getting into like, they were going to do education software Yeah, or they were going to revolutionize. 
education, which I'm glad that they didn't. Well, they were trying to revolutionize the workplace and all they did was just buy a bunch of property, make it Pinterest looking, and then try to, you know, make people pay an, an extreme amount of money to be there. He's the dude who hired Run DMC, right? Or like just, he had Rev and Run come in and do It's Tricky like moments after he laid off. Was that him or was that the was that a, our girl Elizabeth? Holmes no, that was him. And that te- they did like tequila shots. And this stuff. guy is such an asshole. Like this is such <laughs> an asshole. I just don't understand why people are just thinking that it's like smart to invest with him. It, he wasn't even trying to revolutionize like like the workplace. He was just it was just a real estate play to buy as much real estate as you can possibly get. Dude, but what if I told you that flow is potentially a disruptor? Dude, oh fuck, dude, are they getting rid of a middleman? I just do. I need to be in on this. If they're cutting them out, I I just think that we've already kind of seen the the way that this man works, and I just don't know if giving him three hundred sixty million dollars to uh to to do this all over again is the move. You just don't understand. You don't understand private act, bro. At its height, WeWork was valued at $47 billion after a botched public offering in Tales of Mismanagement. It imploded spectacularly. That's a good, that's a good use of spectacular. I remember looking up, and we were, we're a business that was doing fine at this time. Uh, and I remember looking up like, what if instead of getting an office, this was before we probably, this is definitely before we had Randy here. This is probably before we had Brett here. And I thought, what if we just did like a WeWork in Austin? Like, wouldn't that be easy? And then I looked it up and I was like, oh, it'd, it'd be cheaper for us just to get an office. Dude, you know how much content we would get out of a WeWork, though. We'd like, get kicked out. We'd be the we'd be the uh, the black sheep of WeWork because everybody would know that we were doing bits about them. Yeah, I feel like our audience is likely we're we're gonna have some overlap with people who work in a WeWork. Like, can you imagine how insufferable like an Austin WeWork could be with all the transplants here and all the people that are working from home and whatever? We could have been absolutely feasting. Yeah, it's not too late to get a WeWork. Well, we have an office. No. Oh, yeah, we do. Fuck. We pay should we make Should we make Randy work at a WeWork? I don't think that makes sense logistically. Let's just have him work from there in the afternoons. Hey, let's hear from Randy real quick. Randy. Randy, what's up, man? How you doing, bud? I'm doing great. What's what, that? What, whoa, what? I'm sorry. Say it again? Randy, can you explain for everybody out there where you've been for the last week? Uh, yes, I've been at two weddings back-to-back weekends in Chicagoland. We, it really? sounds like you're speaking quickly, so you don't have to speak that much because there might be something wrong with your voice. Oh, I'm, I'm very excited we're doing this right now. Oh, yeah. You sound good, Randy. You sound good. All right, Randy. <laughs> <laughs> Did Randy, like, yell at, like, some, some children this weekend or something? Like, why? He's so hoarse. Um, we, knew, we knew he was going to come in with this. This today. is how he sounds. Any If Randy just does one big night on a weekend, he comes in sounding all... Like he's smoked a thousand cigarettes. He comes in sounding like like he talked to everyone in the same voice as the the dude who said that um, the song's not about West Virginia. <laughs> it's actually about the western part of Virginia. That's how Randy talks when he's drunk. He just constantly screams like that. That's a video that always makes me smile when it pops on the mm-hmm. team the timeline. Dave, we have we have another story that I think is falls in line with this. Uh, Probably because I'm going to guess that at some point, uh, Adam Newman has done psychedelics. Oh, okay. I, I see where we're going. I thought you were going to uh, pivot and do one of the editor's picks from the New York Times. And and this one that's recommended is called How Quitting a Job Changed My Work-Life Balance. Oh, oh really? It changed it oh. by, by not having to worry about your work part of it? <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read that one after the show. Yeah. Yeah, we get the this one checks a lot of boxes. You got New York Post, you've got New Yorkers, wealthy New Yorkers, and you have psychedelics and celebs. So I mean it's this is right up our alley. Why wealthy New Yorkers and celebs like Aaron Rodgers are tripping on psychedelics. Do you mind if I read a couple passages from this, Dave? I, I hope so, yeah. We have one that says, uh, this is from somebody who this is just a rich dude in New York. You're good, Dave. Yeah. You're good. Sorry. This is just from a rich dude in New York. He said, uh, that was the best night of my life. He said, I met the soul I lost as a child and we had a conversation and I'm not really like that. There were shaman dogs there and one came over, stuck out his very long tongue and said, you are okay, you know. It was a wonderful, beautiful experience. I was floating and I thought, if I need to die, it should be now because I don't think I could feel any better. 
Okay, tell me more about the shaman dog. Yeah, th- so there's a lot here that I want to know. Uh, <laughs> I would love to have a conversation with the soul that I lost as a child. I think that sounds great. I don't know if I want to. That seems sad. No, I want to do that. I would also love to see the shaman dogs. And, uh, that is a different story. I'm I would like on shaman dogs. I would like to know how good it feels to float uh, – to the point where I think I could die because that's that's as good as it's going to get. If the title of today's show doesn't have a reference to shaman dogs, then we've done something wrong. I mean, uh, another another passage says, last month in Saint-Tropez, the mental health nonprofit called Aurora Institute, co-founded by German billionaire Christian Ungermeyer, oh, hosted yeah. a star-studded evening of discovery looking at the science behind psychedelics with Queen Latifah, Cameron Winklevoss, and Robbie Williams in God attendance. Can you imagine doing psychedelics with a Winklevoss and he just starts telling you about like the blockchain? Dude, imagine doing it with like Robbie Williams who can just start singing angels. Queen Latifah. Why don't I know? Who, is Robbie Williams an English crooner? He's, he's an English singer. He okay. was in a boy band and then he got famous for uh, some, some, some of his solo work. Did he like, have a drug problem? Uh, he, he has a vibe of a dude who definitely had some wild days, but I don't know if he like, I don't know. Okay. Uh, they go on to say, uh, actress and comedian Ali Wong has written openly about regularly doing shrooms and ayahuasca with her husband. I actually think they're on the rocks. Uh, while Green Bay Packers, Aaron Rodgers recently credited magic mushrooms and ayahuasca for providing him with the mental clarity it took to score a $200 million contract extension. Spill the tea, Will. God. The, my favorite quote is, um. I'm at Gucci buying clothes right now. I wear Chanel, and I am not a liberation dance type hippie person, said Susie. Friends find it surprising that I would do this, but I fell in love with it. Yeah, like, I I do believe in the benefits of, um, man, I can't call it plant medicine because that would just make me sound like the worst, of doing this stuff. There's been too many people who have had positive outcomes from it, and it does does a lot. I mean, they're even doing it for PTSD, depression now, all that. But, but... (laughs) I don't want to hear about how you you're shopping at Chanel and Gucci and like you're just kind of dipping your toe into the world of psychedelics and then like that's like you're 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 commandeering the brand basically. Yeah, well also like this just cuz you shop at these places that means that you have the means to do this and not worry about it. Like a lot of poor, poor people don't have the means to fly to South America Sure. To do an ayahuasca cheap, ceremony. Yeah, like I think you know being being able to shop at Gucci might be a prerequisite for this kind of thing. Call me crazy. I would rather do psychedelics with Gucci Mane. Okay, here's the question. Here's the question. And I think what scares what scares me and what's always scared me, and I think that's what scares a lot of people, is that you 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 do ayahuasca and you become a person that's totally different than who you are now. You would hate the current version of yourself. Like, is it worth knowing that everyone's going to think you're some hit like weirdo after doing your ayahuasca stuff because your demeanor completely changed? Is it worth like being at peace with yourself knowing that everyone else is like, yeah, Dave got weird. Yeah. But maybe you wouldn't care. Yeah. But maybe you would be like, you would, you wouldn't even be upset about it. You'd be like, I'm enlightened. I just don't know if, I don't know if personal enlightenment is worth the public uh, ridicule that I would get from my friends who were like, yeah, Will went off the deep end after he did an ayahuasca ceremony just, because of Aaron Rodgers. Just microdose mushrooms. Yeah, Will won't stop talking about the time that he did mushrooms with <laughs> Queen Latifah. It's like, dude, you went to one show. You yeah. took you took a tiny amount of mushrooms. Yeah, you felt the wind. This sounds very specific. <laughs> yeah, Will, definitely not talking Will, about yourself. You, you ate half of a mushroom at a, at a Grateful Dead concert. Like you, you didn't you didn't change your life. Can you people <laughs> can people do psychedelics without telling people about it? No, that's the point of doing them. It's like yeah, I was fucking lose it. Aubrey's and we did DMT. I'm fine with psychedelics and stuff getting more popular. I th- I, I like you said when it comes to PTSD or. Or other things that can, you know, be, I guess, I don't want to say cured, but, you know, if, if the side effects of those types of things can be lightened by some some psychedelics, I'm all for that. But what I'm not for is is Aaron Rodgers explaining it to me on, like, <laughs> like on a Aaron fucking Rogers. podcast with you just Aubrey Marcus. don't like Aaron Rodgers. Correct. Yeah, he's a douche. Yeah, but I like him. I, he's I, a, he is a douche, and I'm, I'm glad he's out there being a douche. <laughs> I mean, but I understand it. This it would, says the, the Susie, your girl that's shopping at Gucci and Chanel. She's a 42 year old in tech who has to remain anonymous due to legal concerns. Talked about being turned on to mushrooms by a woman at a retreat for entrepreneurs. Oh, God. I mean, I just I don't 
We need to go on a retreat. We need to do more shit like that. We, we need, need to, to do get it into off-site. that circle. We need to do it offsite. If Adam Newman's getting that money, we can get that money. We just I need to like, find the right person to do LSD with. Yeah, isn't it like isn't it pretty like simple to figure out how to like dupe people like Adam Newman? You just have to grind. It takes grinding to be a king, famously. Um, did you know that they're treating depression with ketamine now? I've heard I've heard I've heard stuff about ketamine. I'm not really familiar with uh, ketamine or the K hole. The only reason that it moved or you know moved my needle or made me interested is because ketamine forever in my mind. I've never known anybody who's done it. It just sounds like a serious, scary drug that you know. And the the, the idea of a K hole, I don't even know what it is. I think you just kind of fall into a uh, kind of sedentary state. I could be absolutely wrong. I'm not very familiar with it. But that's just because I'm I'm too old to do ketamine at this point in my life, and I don't I don't think I'm going to do any. Dude, let's do a pod from a K hole. We could do that. Let's do the K hole and J hole pod, where we go to Jackson Hole, do a bunch of ketamine. That's a good T-shirt. It's good. That's a good shirt. Let's go to Wyoming and do drugs. We go there and we just t- we just take some early birds. Yeah, we, just, we have some IPAs. Yeah, dude. Dave took four early birds dude. last night. He's he got so messed up. Dude, Dave was so giggly. Yeah. He like had a, a transformation. Yeah, dude. He he's looked a totally the, different person. He looked at the mountains for like thirty minutes before going to bed. I think he's totally changed now. We need to do a retreat. We do. We can get a. We can get a, the brunch boys. We can get outgoing club cool. Drugs optional. No, we have to. If you if you're on the retreat, you're microdosing something. I I famously microdose CBD only. Dude, that, that's big of you. You're also I, you know you famously microdose uh, fasting as well. That's true. Yeah, we should do a retreat where we intermittent fast and take like two point five whatever of of THC. See, I'd rather macrodose my athletic greens. Wow, he just moved right into it. He saw that the segment was done and he moved on. So I, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be straight up honest. Um, okay. Sally was sponsored by Athletic Greens before I was on the mail in, so she was getting this stuff to our place. Why do you she, hate to see a girl boss win? No, I like seeing girl bosses win, but she was winning to, at to a point where I was like, all right, I need to start winning with her. She was <laughs> just singing the praises of Athletic Greens. She was loving it, and she, every single morning she would wake up, she'd get her Athletic Greens water bottle out, she'd put it in, she'd do it, and she was loving it. She was like, I'm getting so many vitamins and so much stuff from this that I was never getting before. And I'm so, I was so jealous that when I finally got mine, I, I was just so ready to do it. And I have to say, it's lived up to the expectations that I had. Well, do you realize that you're getting 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens? I, I, I did not know that until I started doing it, David. Uh, I, I really am on a gut health journey right now. I don't know huh. why. But I want my gut health to be to be better. You and I used to drink kombuchas like every day, so I wasn't really worried Wait, about my gut health. You know, I feel like there was a time where me, you, and Duda were all in on kombucha. Yeah, we were just drinking those ginger buches all the time. But what I'm realizing is that there's so much more to it, and and there's so much other stuff that's going on that will aid in my gut health, that will help me get my vitamins and and help my immune system get optimized. And I'm talking about AG1, baby. With one delicious scoop, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health and your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, aging, all the things. It's lifestyle-friendly. So if you're keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, no worries. This supports so much stuff. Mental clarity, alertness, better sleep, recovery. If you told me right now that I could have one thing that helped with all those things, like I'd be like, okay, like does it actually? Well, it turns out it does. It's very hard to get all of those things from a regular diet because yeah. it's just I don't eat enough vegetables. Well, it's a, I mean, tons of people they take some kind of multivitamin, but it's it's important to choose one with high quality ingredients that your body's actually going to absorb. And Athletic Greens does that. Bioavailable. Less than three dollars a day. You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit, David. Okay. I'm Sorry, right I didn't here. mean to at you there, my man. Uh, but also, it's just cheaper than getting all the different supplements yourself, too. You're investing in all-in-one nutritional insurance, and they've got over 7,000 five-star reviews recommended by professional athletes and trusted by leading health experts like Tim Ferriss and Michael Gervais. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills or supplements to look out for your health. 
To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash circling. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash circling to take ownership of your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Dave, I'm going to have you play a clip for uh, our next talking point here. Uh, are you familiar with crudite? Uh, crudite? Crudite. Um, you know what, Will? Uh, you had to explain it to me this morning. So, no, I was not familiar with crudite. I didn't know what a crudite was. It sounds like something Pootie Tang would have said. Crudite. It does. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I didn't know what crudite was for a very long time. Um, I, uh, Sally ordered it one time at a restaurant. And I didn't know what to expect. Uh, I, I truly had no idea. Turns out it's just a bowl of vegetables and, and maybe dips. It sounds like Dylan's Super Bowl party. Yes. It's yeah. essentially what it is. All Definitely right, comes with hummus, some green goddess dressing, things of that nature. Let's check in with the guy who Will said he would definitely vote for if he could. <laughs> I thought I'd do some grocery shopping. I'm at Wegner's, and I, my wife wants some vegetables for crudite, right? So right. here's a broccoli. That's two bucks. Not a ton of broccoli there. There's some asparagus. That's $4. Yep. Carrots. That's four more dollars. That's $10 of vegetables there. And then... We need some guacamole. That's four dollars more. And she loves salsa. Yeah, there's salsa there. Yep, yep. Six dollars must be a shortage of salsa. Guys, that's twenty dollars for crudite, and this doesn't include the tequila. I mean, that's outrageous. And we got Joe Biden to thank for this. <laughs> Do you think that's connecting with the? Uh, where's he running? Is it Pennsylvania? Who, Doctor Oz? Yeah. I have no clue. I didn't know he was like. I don't know anything about Dr. Oz other than that he has a television show that looks unwatchable to me. Um, like, looks like it would just depress me to watch it. But well, he's running to defeat Fetterman's socialist agenda in Pennsylvania. Do you think that's going to connect with uh, some blue-collar workers in Pennsylvania, like crudite? Dude, nothing nothing makes makes you more approachable than as a millionaire than complaining about your, how much your crudite is costing you. We should go talk about um, like Wagyu A5 hot rocks when we run for president in the Rust Belt. Yeah, like what? Like <laughs> crudite? I, like you're, guys, if, if you can, if you if you can use the word crudite appropriately, you can afford the vegetables that you're complaining about. The most annoying thing about this video is, and he's clearly doing this to you know stick it to to Bidenflation or lunchflation or crewflation. Crew crew Crudeflation. He he's getting all of these items. He's at the store and he doesn't have a a, a cart, no. so he's just holding them and he's just stacking them. And it's he looks like such a dummy. You ever you ever done that when you go to the store? You think you need one thing and then you're like. Fuck, I, I actually probably could get this too. And then you have to debate, like, should I go get the hand cart? Did it the other day, David. And then you're like, I don't want to walk all the way back up to the entrance. Me, I'll walk, I'll be, I'll Dr. Oz it, and I'll carry it up there looking like something's going to fall. And he's got, like, multiple salsas. He grabbed, like, the fresh salsa from, like, the, the if you're grabbing the salsa out of the section. They love salsa. If, if it's in the, like, the produce section with all the vegetables, that means it's going to be a fresher salsa than if you go get your, you know, New York City salsa from, like, the, just, like, the, the jar and can section. Like, $6 is a pretty appropriate price for something like that that you're getting there, Dr. Oz. If you asked him how much those things cost normally, do you think he could actually tell you how much, like, a head of broccoli would be? There's no way that Dr. Oz actually knows at this point. He would suck on the prices right. He would fail miserably. They, they, I mean, I'm sure that someone's already said this. I probably am lifting this from someone, but it would be hilarious just to have a prices right with they can't do celebrity prices right because no celebrity will get anything correct. Yeah. Like they can do they can do celebrity uh family feud. That works because you don't have to like talk about numbers and how much things cost. That's pop culture. The celebrity I hate that I hate that I'm saying this. Celebrity family feud is actually Pretty watchable. Oh, I want, dude. Yeah, they can have anybody on there. It's always. It's I feel like Steve it's just Harvey. always like. It's always just ABC families. Well, I've got, I've got something I need to tell you. The government wants to tell you how to live your life, provide for your family, and make your healthcare decisions. I believe you should be in control. Well, this is per Doctor Oz's website. Well, I got a. I don't really know much about Doctor Oz. Outside, he was. Oprah found him, right? This was an Oprah thing, springboard? Maybe. Sure. Yeah. Facts. I feel like Randy, I don't know why I looked at Randy, like Randy would know. Yeah, Randy has no clue. <laughs> I, was, I don't know. 
but I do know he just is constantly getting shit on, and uh, apparently he's from New Jersey and not Pennsylvania. It's never stopped anybody, but wasn't Ted Cruz Canadian? It's fair. Well, I'm going to, to Dr. Oz, I'm going to tell him something that uh, Kid Rock told me. His dad also killed JFK. Don't tell me how to live. (laughs) You thought there'd be no singing because Dylan's out today, but you were wrong. Do you think Dylan watched this crudite video and was just licking his chops? He was, he just, he just had a look in his eye. Like I need those vegetables. Give me those vegetables. As much as I want to make fun of crudite, crudite. It does look pretty refreshing. Yeah, it is. It's a nice spread of vegetables. Well, if you're, if let's say this, like if you're single, I think that doing, doing like to go salads makes way more sense than buying ingredients for salads. It gets expensive when you start making salads at home. It gets expensive. Randy's going to go home and text somebody, uh, text some young lady, crudite and chill. Oh, oh. Aren't you? Aren't you, Randy? Come on, Randy. Gravelly voiced. Oh, he's texting. No, me. I'm not going to do that. Uh, right. This this does look good, and it's just the fact that it's called crudity. <laughs> going like going to like the bread aisle and be like, look at fucking bread's expensive. Like stuff that normal people this? not that normal people don't buy vegetables, but they don't buy them to call them crudite. It's just unless a, this is a thing that I'm just so white trash on that I don't even know about. If you're a politician and you are running for office and you find yourself standing in an establishment with uh, a young person holding your phone while they record you and you complain about the prices of something, things are not going well for you. I don't care if you're Dr. Oz. I don't care if you're uh, Whitmer from Michigan. She's got a commercial going up in Michigan right now that's just like, stop walking through, stop walking through a grocery store. It's not a good look. I like it when I like it when people running for office go to like local breweries and have a beer and it's like, look at this. I fucking drink beer. Dude. I'm so crazy. Did you hear that just Beto like dropped an F bomb the other day? It was a good F bomb. I missed it. I didn't actually watch the video. It it did not seem staged it, and it was it actually flowed pretty seamlessly. But you always want to talk about politics, man. So I'll let you Yeah, know this. I mean go I, ahead. You know you know that, you know, I vote for anyone that skateboards. So I'm hoping he doesn't hop on the board. If he hops on the board again, it's over. He can't. It's already over for our, for Beto, but if he starts skateboarding oh, it? again, it's just not going to work. Okay. We'll see. Uh, can we talk briefly, Dave, before You're we get out of here guy. today? Yeah, I have a skateboard now. I actually took a rip this weekend. You jealous? A rip of what? On my skateboard. Oh. Well, we define rip. Uh, I decided that I needed to get some, some blood flowing, so I, I took my skateboard out. And I uh, just went down the the street and then uh, came back the other way. It's fucking savage. Sav- it was about a, it was about a two mile skateboard. No, not two miles. Probably about a mile. Did you ever have a wobbly moment where you thought you might eat it? Uh, not that time. But the first time that I skated in my neighborhood after buying this board the other day, I decided to go down a hill that goes to where people put their boats into the water, and I did have to bail off the board. It was a little dicey, but it, it it was a familiar feeling. It felt good. It was like, oh, I haven't felt this since high school. You felt alive again. I did. I it was bit. like you reconnected with your high school soul mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, without psychedelics. My psychedelic is skateboarding. Ooh, put that on a t-shirt. Skateboarding's not a crime. Shopify. You hear about El Jefe, the Jaguar? No. The Jaguar? That's Tell how, me about That's it. how British Siri says it. Hey, Siri. Say Jaguar. She didn't understand. She failed you. I tried that. She, you pronounce it so poorly, she didn't even know you're talking about. She's like, it's pronounced Jaguar. Pronounced crudite. You familiar with El Jefe? Uh, we've done this, right? We've talked about El Jefe, I believe. Yeah, El Jefe has been talked about on this podcast before. He's a, a 12-year-old uh, big cat, Jaguar who lives in the United States and he has now been spotted in Mexico. So here's the question I have to ask. Why are we annoying El Jefe on his vacation? Oh shit. Okay, so he's he's covering some serious ground. It says that it says that uh, he crossed the heavily guarded US Mexico border, which has sparked celebrations on both sides. Like why are we celebrating that he's gone and why are they celebrating that he's there? 
Okay, did they say the heavily guarded border? Yeah. Does this mean like they're guarding it from Jags? Yeah, did they like, like they're looking out? <laughs> did they like check his passport when he went over? Yeah. Make sure there's no warrants out? Like, and if you're a, a border patrol and you see a Jag, you're not going to be like, hey, hey, whoa, hey, hey, whoa, hey, sir, hey sir, stop, slow down, you. slow down. Sir, sir. This is good. This is him just plotting. He's just taking, I feel like we blew up his spot, but he's going through Mexico. He's going to come up, cross the Rio Grande. And he's going to meet Dylan once and for all. Because Dylan famously said he could take a, a Jaguar hand-to-hand. He didn't really say that, but he said something about a cheetah. Well, this says that apparently this is going to you know, increase, help uh, maintain the Jaguar population. Why? Because he's just out there fucking? He's just fucking. He's just out there. Oh, hell yeah. He's just doing it. Doing it and Let's doing go. it well. He is. You think he's... You think Dude, Hefe I was actually grinds? doing ayahuasca with uh, LL Cool J the other day. I would do ayahuasca with LL Cool J. If you, who's your who's your dream blunt rotation for doing ayahuasca? Dream sip rotation. <laughs> dream ceremony ceremony yeah. rotation. Yeah, what's your dream sip rotation? Uh, Steve O. You don't want him to relapse with you though. Oh fuck yeah, he's sober. My yeah, bad. you can't do that. My bad. All right, I'm sure he'd like that you chose him though. Uh, hey man, thanks. No, yeah, that, dude, that means a lot, dude. No, for real. Uh, Chris Pontius, party boy. Yeah. Oh, I don't. Think I like that you just want to do ayahuasca with jackass. Yeah, you got you got to cast a wide a wide net. Uh, Brandon from Bro Bible. Mm-hmm. Facts. <laughs> um, Kyle Banduho. Can you imagine doing it with J- doing ayahuasca with Jr. Hickey and he's just like, oh, Jr. Be a good one. Yeah, yeah. Like he, he just he just does t- nice touches. Yeah, he's impressed. Like they put like a maraschino cherry on the little like chalice, and he's like, "That's a nice touch." You're like, dude, you gotta stop. No, I would love it. He can't stop doing nice touches. It'd he's be just great. In another dimension. He's like puking up. He's puking, and someone's holding his hair back, and he's like, "That's a nice touch." And my final one is Doctor Oz. Facts. Can you imagine doing doing? Doing ayahuasca with like a career politician would be weird. I feel like they would have like a moment where they just break down and they're like, man, I've been doing some real shit. Yeah. <laughs> I've been doing some real I've shit. Got, I've got so many skeletons in my closet. Now I'm trying to think of who I want to do ayahuasca with. Yeah, you can't, you can't just ask me that and not have one of your own. Yeah, I was thinking I want to do it with like someone who would never think to do it. That's and, why I picked Kyle Bandujo. I was, I was thinking the girl from Emily in Paris. Okay. I don't know why. I just think it'd be funny to do it with someone who just probably doesn't want to be there at all. I mean, you may as well throw Sydney Sweeney in there if we're going down this road. Am I married still? Um, not for long. Yeah, if I if you do ayahuasca with Sydney Sweeney, you're not coming back from that. I pulled I opened Instagram. <coughs> I was gonna show a list of something yesterday, and the first thing that popped up was a Sweeney's uh Yeah, you gotta be careful. A Sweeney's drop, and she's like, Oh, there's Sydney Sweeney. I was like, oh, what? Who's this? Huh? Who? Who's why this? Do I, why is Instagram? I don't even follow. This is suggested, right? What? Yeah. How many dudes out there? How many dudes out there are like me and they're only watching Euphoria so they can justify following Euphoria characters on Instagram? <sighs> Watches White Lotus once. <laughs> Dude, is White Lotus season two going to fall flat because we don't have Shane? No Shane, no uh, Armand. Shane and Armand carried that show. The, the the further I get from that show, the more I realize that we're, no, I don't want to say it was top heavy, but like between between Armand, Steve Zahn, and Shane. Oh, I forgot about Steve Zahn. Zahn Zahn was electric. Connie Britton, she was fine. I like Connie Britton. She I li- do you too. know she lives around here. Yeah, did you see uh, um, Coach Taylor was at Lions Municipal Golf Course over the weekend. He he goes there a lot. Is he a good player? Hard to say. He, I, would, he would potentially be in my ayahuasca rotation. I would do ayahuasca with Coach Taylor. Oh, Taylor Kitsch would be a good one too. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't do it with Saracen though. He'd be talking to me about like all his art and shit. I'd be like, yeah, dude, I don't shut fucking up. Care, you like, dude, you're such a simp for Julie. She doesn't even like you. Yeah, she crashed her car on purpose into a mailbox. Yeah, like what's your what, what was what's that about? Pro- if, just to cry for help. My biggest fear in life is that my daughter turns out like Julie. She just didn't respect any authority. Who was the 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 guy, the love interest of hers early on? Was it the Swede? Yeah, the Swede. And isn't the Swede Shaky Graves? I don't know. Is he? I think that's a thing. 
It could be. Is this like Ryan Bingham being in uh, Yellowstone? I believe so. Have you had Yellowstone bourbon? Have you had this stuff? I don't even know if I don't. Is this ad read? No. Have you ever had it? No. My dad had some at our, our house, and, and he poured me a little nip of it. And I have to say, I actually really enjoyed it. I wasn't expecting to uh, enjoy it as much as I did. Shout out to all the bourbon heads out there. That is shaky graves. Oh, I mean, I'm not a shaky graves. I'm not a sh- I, I'm not a graves head. So I saw I, them. Hard for me to I saw know. them a couple of weeks ago. So now I'm just I'm I'm an expert. Were you microdosing when you saw them? I don't I don't talk about that publicly, and I actually don't appreciate you asking me. I don't know why you put me in that position. Uh, I was doing ketamine with Dr. Oz, and we were just fucking vibing out. We were K-holing hard. Yeah. Yeah, we were just in the hole together. Fuck yeah. Me and Oz were K-holed. We got the munchies. Luckily, his wife had gotten a bunch of crudite for us. Is that a thing? You know, typically with psychedelics, you're not getting the munchies, are you? Not sure. I don't know. We don't fucking know. I'm a a dork. I am. You are. You're. You skateboard, so you're cooler than me. All the people, all the parents that are like, I'm worried about this euphoria show. You know, is this is what high school is like? Blah blah. blah. Meanwhile, That's all these all these old like. people are trying to like go to like the jungle to do drugs. <laughs> like, why, why are we worried about the kids doing drugs when you guys are trying to escape to the jungle and microdose with Doctor Oz? That's a great question. I. I don't think that high school kids are going as hard as, as we used to. No. I think high school kids are actually drinking far less than we are. And I think Which that is any parent really that's good. Sally doesn't want to watch Euphoria because she says she imagines Fritz acting like that at some point in his life. If Fritz turns out to be that cool where he's just doing dope ass <laughs> shit like you do in Euphoria, then I've done my job. He's like hiding in a bathtub or whatever. Isn't that a thing? Yeah, I don't I don't know if I want Fritz like hiding in a bathtub. Yeah, you never want to find yourself hiding in a tub unless yeah. there's like a t- you're living tornado alley. Yeah, in which case you may have to from time to time. Turn around, don't drown. Correct. I always thought that was a joke, and then then I saw it in, in practice one time, and I was like, oh, this makes sense. Yeah. You well, don't want to drown. Turn around. We'll be back tomorrow. Patreon.com/slash Strickland Back Podcast. Dilly will be back, I believe. Uh, if you haven't already, go subscribe to our new YouTube channel. Put it in the description of this episode. We got video back this week because Randall's back in the saddle. You have a good vacation, Randy. I had a great vacation. That's good to hear. You love to hear that. All right. We'll see you guys later. Bye.